0: Welcome to Sunshine Guide, a nature therapy podcast hosted by me, Katie Keith. I'm a certified forest therapy guide and outdoor educator who is passionate about bringing nature therapy into the everyday. Nature therapy happens whenever we mindfully connect with the natural world. So on Sunshine Guide, we jumpstart this nature connection through storytelling and guided invitations. This week, we have another story from the 1903 book, Outdoor Secrets, by Margaret P. Boyle. The Uninvited Guest The long, beautiful summer was nearly at an end, so some of the little people who live out of doors thought that they would have a farewell party It was not probable that they would ever meet again. For some of them, life would end with this season, and most of the others would sleep through the long winter, and who knew what might happen during the six months' nap? They chose what they thought just the nicest place in the wide world for holding a party. As the day proved a beautiful one, everyone who had been invited came, which does not always happen when real folks have parties. Among the guests were the butterfly, in her satin gown of black and orange. The cicada, prepared to help with the music, the katydids, who were really not very pleasant visitors because they contradict so much, the beetles, fat, lazy, and black, like most beetles, the grasshopper, who also are musicians and had their wings in fine order, the bees who had gathered enough honey to last all winter, the tree frog, and ever so many others. They all had a merry time out on the meadow, and yet they were a little sad, too for they knew that Jack Frost was coming soon and that he would put an end to all their good times. Just as they were the very jolliest, a strange thing happened. That was the arrival of a long, brown, wriggling earthworm. Fortunately for the earthworm, he has no eyes, so he could not see how cross all the little meadow people looked because he had come. I wonder if we should sometimes look cross just as they did if no one had eyes to see us. They did not invite him to stay, nor offer him any refreshments. Though really, I think he would not have taken anything if it had been offered, for earthworms do not care much for honey and the other things that this company were eating. When they found that he did not notice their cross looks, they began to whisper to one another. Oh dear, said the butterfly, see that hard, crawling earthworm. I do dislike anything that crawls. Yes, chirped the cicada. And only fancy he lives in the ground. How dreary that must be. For my part, I don't see how anyone can stand it, said the beetle. Giddy did, broke in his shrill voice. Giddy didn't, said another. Yes, and they actually live after they are cut in halves, said the tree frog. I once knew an earthworm that met with such an accident, and then there were two of them, for the head part grew a tail, and the tail piece grew a head. They did not mean the earthworm to hear their unkind remarks, but he did hear, and they were very much surprised when he began to speak. "'I am sorry I came to your party if you didn't want me, but I thought I'd like to come out once more before the cold weather gets here. And really, you shouldn't feel so bad to see me crawling, for it is not so long ago that some of you used to crawl. Don't you remember, Miss Butterfly?' The butterfly thought with all her butterfly brain, and did recall a time, not so very long before, when she was a fat, crawling caterpillar. But she had a kind heart, and she was a little silly sometimes. So she said, I'm sorry, I had forgotten all about my caterpillar days. The earthworm answered, Very well, I'll forgive you. And as for living in the earth, I am quite contented there, for I have plenty to do. I really am not lonely either, for I have a good many neighbors. One of you lived near me, or rather near my family, for seventeen years. At this Everyone looked at the cicada, for there was an old story that everyone knew about how it took the cicada seventeen years to appear. As for him, he was so ashamed that he wanted to change the subject at once, so he said, Well, friend earthworm, you said you were very busy. What do you do all the time? Oh, I have to get the soil in good order. That is, make it fine and soft so the little rootlets of all the green growing things can spread through it and thus give you something to eat. Were it not for us, many of you might go hungry. For if they could not send forth their roots, the plants could not grow. There would be no tender green leaves for Mr. Beetle, and certainly no flowers. And then where would Busy Bee go for his honey? How did you know all that? asked the grasshopper. I thought. Katie did, interrupted someone. Katie didn't, said his sister. At that they all laughed. Then the earthworm went on. We earthworms keep taking soil into our stomachs. We digest all of it that we can, and our stomachs is some kind of acid that acts on the rest of the soil and makes it fine and soft. After a while, we let this earth out of our stomachs and take in a fresh supply until the soil all around us is so light and fine that the plants can grow fast and send out the tender green leaves many of you like to eat. But I must go now, and the earthworm began to wiggle away. He couldn't go far, however, for one after the other had something nice to say to him. They told him he seemed to do more good work in the world than any of them. They thanked him for all his hard work, too, which had really been so much help to them, though they had not known it. And all their kind speeches made the earthworm feel very happy. This was not their farewell party after all. Before they separated, they decided to hold one the next day. And you may be quite sure that they did not forget earthworm then. Indeed, he was the first one to have an invitation, even before Katie did. With that little party in mind, let's head into this week's Nature Invitation. Get your hands muddy and dig for worms. Watch them wiggle, perhaps wiggle back. And when you've done so, invite others in your life to do the same. And that's it for this episode of Sunshine Guide. Please reach out to me. Did you find any worms? How did it feel to wiggle alongside them? Do you have a nature story to share? Tell me all about it by emailing Guide at gmail.com. Special thanks to artist Nermeen Chaudhry for our beautiful podcast art and musician Jeff Isaac for the original music. Subscribe to Sunshine Guide to hear episodes every Sunday. Thank you for listening. Until next time, this is Katie Goose sending you sunshine.